0: He was on Mad Money with Jim Cramer pumping the stock of AxoVant. AxoVant was a dementia solution stock, an Alzheimer drug. It had already failed the drug trials four times, and in 2015, he scammed public, the public, retail investors such as you and I, out of $2 billion.
1: Let's bang this out while we got time. So, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Chatter. Today, I am delighted to be joined by the Butcher of Wall Street, back on the show for a second time. Marcel, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much, Josh. Appreciate your time, buddy. No worries at all. So, diving right in... Um, I've seen you talking about uh, all this chat that was going around about an AMC dividend um and I know um Adam Aaron has basically said that's not going to happen or at least a cash one isn't going to happen um so there was a lot of talk like last year um around the GameStop community where there was going to be the the split dividend like the split dividend and people were saying that that was going to trigger a short squeeze and and push the price into you know into the stratosphere and then um Split then came and went and not very much happened. Why do you think AMC is different?
0: The GameStop dividend was issued was not done correctly. Not done in the way that Ryan Cohen had anticipated. And I think AMC learned a lot from that. Uh the thing about AMC is they're not currently able to issue dividends because of certain debt covenants that still exist on of their bonds their are 10 12 percent payment in kind cash slash toggle bonds uh, notes that expire in 2027 uh, are not fully paid off there are some of the bonds that appear to have been paid off via fidelity and such when you try to purchase them for example or sell them it's not possible to purchase them they've made they've been made position close only uh, meaning that I believe that those bonds worth around $55 million have been paid off. There was two of them that expired in 2026 and early 2027, but there are still other bonds that fall under these debt covenants. So those prohibit AMC from issuing a cash dividend. Uh, we did, uh, certain people in the community have reached out to John Merriweather, the re- investor relations officer for AMC, and he confirmed that aMC cannot issue a cash dividend at this time. Uh, why he said specifically cash dividend, I don't know. Uh, you know, um maybe there'd be other dividends that would be possible to be issued, but at this time, that's still kind of uh, speculation only, you know, And I had speculated that because it seems that they've paid off their those particular bonds uh, that expire in November twenty twenty six another one that expires in twenty twenty seven. Uh, which were their highest interest rate bonds and the lowest rated by uh, by ratings uh, that are no longer available for purchase on Fidelity or other brokerage firms. Uh, I speculated that they had been paid off and AMC would have the ability to issue the dividends, uh, but that's not the case. Uh, you see what happened with the... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but with the GameStop stock dividend, uh, they basically... Issued, I believe it was a one for four or something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. One for four stock dividend. uh, And the way that it was implemented by market makers was not what GameStop or Ryan Cohen had uh, intended. So it is not the same as a cash dividend, because in a cash dividend, the short accounts would automatically be debited and charged for paying for the dividend, which is not something that they would have an option to do or the market makers would be able to manipulate. The broker-dealers, for example, Schwab, Fidelity, et cetera, would obviously debit any shorts who were holding positions in AMC for the amount of money required to give each shareholder underneath their stock brokerage firm the cash dividend. And that's what makes it completely different from issuing a stock dividend. Okay.
1: So, what would you not have considered the the ape like release? I I don't even know what you call it like the special stock that that you don't count that as a dividend.
0: No, it's technically cons- it's technically called a dividend, but it is not the same whatsoever because it's a different stock entirely, opposed to AMC issuing dividends of its own stock, in which then there would have to be actual locates of shares uh and then those would have to be delivered it's a completely different issuance of a stock Mm. and that's and that was basically more like they took amc split it in half and gave the eighth dividend it's not the same as going out and requiring cash to be taken out of the out of these shorts accounts to pay for a cash dividend okay okay yeah
1: Well, interesting. I guess we'll see what happens with it, really. Um, But in more interesting news, the thing you sent me there before we started, um, where um, Citadel have been accused of, or sorry, not even accused, have been charged, charged with um, marking shorts as long, which was uh, one of the things that that Dr. Suzanne Trimbath actually spoke to me about uh, all the way back in... Two years ago in June twenty twenty one, which is absolutely wild to see it like, you know, people who call call us crazy or conspiracy theorists or all these, you know, random words. But um if you I'll put a link in the description below, people can go and check her out talking to talking about it for a couple of minutes. But uh the disgusting part, honestly, for me, is is how little the fine is. Um I can't believe how, yeah. how little they're being fined, isn't it? Whoa. Seven million. For marking uh, millions of orders incorrectly like it's just like another expression of of this bullshit bullshit system that we live in where where people can can get away with this stuff just by paying like like a small fee for making probably ten like i can't imagine how much fucking money they must have made on those trades
0: yeah you're right as of today uh september 22nd the time of this filming just a few hours ago the securities exchange commission released new documentation on their website, and the SEC has formally charged Citadel Securities, the broker-dealer, with mismarking positions. That means marking shorts as long, marking long as shorts, and so on. So when a company does this, they're literally mismarking their books, which is the definition of cooking the books. So they're taking a liability, you know, saying they're having, say they have, you know, just for example, a uh, hundred million dollars in short positions. And instead of marking them as a short position, uh, which would re- be reflected on short interest, uh, they are marking them as a long position. So instead of showing a deficit of a hundred million dollars, they're showing a profit of a hundred million dollars, which is absolutely ludicrous. It's criminal. And if you or I did that and reported uh, any information like that to, you know, different entities, uh, one, we'd have to pay taxes on it. And two, we would probably go to federal prison as well. But instead, they get to do this. And the Security Exchange Commission literally stated that they did this for a period of five years, five years. And they marked millions, And millions of orders incorrectly and they only got fined seven million dollars what a joke and that's the system that we're up against that's the system that we're dealing with and that's why i always say that where we're going we don't need an sec where we're going we don't need any sec whatsoever because they're not going to be the ones that help retail investors they have no interest in helping anybody but themselves so by marking these positions as long it prevented still securities from being ever being margin called and so on on those short positions because they were not properly submitting the documentation for reg show you know Regulation show regular um and it's not reflective on short interest data so if you look at the stock and it's going you know 15 20 30% short interest none of those shorts marked as long are being reflected on that data either so it's the definition of crime to say the least yeah less,
1: less than a dollar per share marked incorrectly which is yeah wild and actually i'm really looking forward to the this week later this week or sorry next week um i'm speaking to um uh, a Forbes journalist, former uh, former like uh, management consultant um, for the financial industry, this guy, um, Brandon Cochidan, who's written an article, you might have read it at some point, it's called The Looney Conspiracy Threatening Wall Street, which basically suggests that naked short selling does not exist at all. <laughs> uh, what would you, <laughs> what a like, joke. yeah, like, like, so right, but I have to go and speak to this guy and he agreed to talk to me and I'm going to try and yeah. come, at, come at him with as many, like, you know, facts and actual things that I can So what would you say to that mm-hmm. accusation that naked short selling just doesn't exist?
0: It's a fact that it exists. It's an absolute fact. The Securities Exchange Commission has known about it uh, for decades. There have been congressional hearings about naked short selling and the manipulation that occurs there. Uh, In 2008, the chairman for the SEC uh, stated on video, you know, which we've shared many times uh, and and multiple, multiple occasions that they've done this and have come out and spoken about the manipulation that occurs on the stock markets due to naked short selling. So to say that it doesn't exist, uh, it sounds to me like he's purposely trying to lie to retail investors. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody who knows anything about the stock market is aware that naked short selling is a fact. It it is not something that is speculation. It's not up for debate. Oh, that is an actual factual form of manipulation. Yeah. And it's every single day. Every single day it's it's hilarious so unfortunately i don't really know what you could tell the guy or how you could i mean there's a million sources out there and numbers of times where you'd be able to look up and see how many times the securities exchange commission has fined companies for doing this uh you could take a look at all sorts of different sources in which congress and sec and finra and other major market players have come out and spoken about it it's not up for speculation or debate it is an actual fact Yeah, I'm looking forward to the interview.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you're going to roast the guy. Yeah, I mean, I like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm never in the the business of like doing like gotcha stuff, but I, I I just, I want to have like an actual conversation where I go, look, okay, you've said this, but what about all of these other things that are pointing to and all of these other facts point into the fact that it does exist and just sort of see what his response is. I think it'll be interesting. There's a
0: really great video that was, sorry, that was put out there by a guy uh, that was put out on the internet, and it's it features a gentleman who is one of the largest hedge fund managers in the world by the name of Carl Gradante. And if you Google Carl Gradante GameStop, you'll see him stating in front of Citadel Securities employees, in front of mainstream media, exactly what happened with the GameStop situation and AMC situation in 2021. And how that uh, was directly linked to naked short selling uh, and the manipulation that occurred there. And there's there's no doubt about it that every hedge fund, market maker, broker dealer, prime broker, uh, clearinghouse is well aware of the issues that occur with naked short selling. Really, <laughs> oh, stunning to watch people
1: defend the system. And ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's 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 literally and I, I referenced the big short way too much on this show but it's literally that that the 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 journalist that the two um, the two brothers go to at some point in the film the mm-hmm. wall street journal uh, the wall street journal guy and they're like he's like yeah i'm not going to i'm not going to risk my my career over over this it's, it's i think it's literally that they just it's either they don't want to or they they're they're the block in their brain that would mean that their career had all been a lot, like based on a, a corrupt and broken system just won't
0: compute the fact that this is the reality absolutely right as a matter of fact we just talked about citadel securities being fined seven million dollars for marking orders shorts as long for the last five years and i'm looking at a tweet right now that amc Bigham's put out today in addition to citadel securities the broker dealer uh, as a matter of fact, he says, and it goes here, it's an article from Bloomberg that says Goldman Sachs, the prime broker, of the bank, agreed today to pay a, a $6 million fine for sending inaccurate or incomplete trading data to the Securities Exchange Commission, covering at least 163 million transactions over the last 10 years. This is nothing new these guys 163 million can you believe that here it is here it is i find that. So i can pull it
1: up <laughs> for people wow yeah
0: great that, again that's the uh, one of the world's largest prime brokerages goldman sachs who's over leveraged 103 to one on their derivatives uh they over the last decade have committed over 163 million transactions likely each single one of these containing Thousands, if not hundreds of thousands or millions of shares or options per order in each each one of these transactions. And they're mismarking the orders inaccurately or incomplete trading data in order to hide their short positions and to hide their liabilities. That's the exact same thing that the broker-dealer, Citadel Securities LLC, just got done uh, being fined for again today, you know, for having done the exact same thing over the last five years. It's not like this was just started yesterday or this is anything new. This is something that's been in existence since the beginning of the stock market when they were first trading with you know pieces of paper and shouting at each other on the New York Stock Exchange trading floor. It's the same thing, except now it's all done electronically and they get to uh, claim that they, without, without admitting guilt, they get to claim that it was due to a, you know, a uh, inconsistency or an error in their uh coding or algorithm which is absolute nonsense
1: well oh, it's always the tech guy's fault isn't it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they blame the tech guy that's right <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, but even the sec stated in this um in this release on september 22nd that sec announced settled charges against broker dealer civil securities LLC for violating a provision of regulation show, the regulatory framework designed to address abusive short selling practices, aka naked short selling, which you were just talking about, which requires broker dealers to mark sale orders as long, short, or short exempt. These records are routinely used by regulators in policing prohibited short selling activity. And again, marking orders short exempt is a way for them to short positions when there are no shares left to short. All they do is illegally mark them short exempt and bam, they've got another short. So it doesn't matter if it's on the uptick, the downtick, if it's on the regular threshold securities list, it doesn't matter if there's share locates available or not. They just mark them short exempt if they want and boom, there's a short position, even if there's no shares, to bring the prices down further. That's why people are so adamant about defending companies like GameStop and AMC and Meta Materials and so on. Mm-hmm. Why? Wow. Wild, wild stuff to be living through,
1: isn't it? It is. I mean, I mean yeah. It's, it's amazing to watch. Watch. Just, it's it's like 2 tier justice really makes me angry. <laughs> anyway. Um, I think all of us. Yeah. All of us, man. Anyway, the the next thing that I wanted to ask you about was something that you have talked about or you were uh, sort of retweeting things about was the the border crossing video that came up um, uh, from Eagles Pass in Texas yesterday, which I'm going to pull it up for people here. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, uh, and I know this is not the first time this has happened, um, but there's a lot of people crossing the U.S. border from, um, from yeah, through Mexico, Mexico but obviously, yeah, they're, yep. they're, it's not you know all of Mexico. There's people from all around the world um, trying to come through the southern border of the United States at the moment. Um, fleeing, yeah, absolutely right, or persecution, or uh, poverty, many things. Anyway, uh, the the Biden uh, the Biden administration's plan that they've unveiled is basically to fast track processing at the border, expand legal pathways, increase the number of refugees. It says here, I'm not sure about it. that's if that's the exact exact policy that they, they announced, but to send money to sanctuary cities and to speed up work permits for um, for illegal immigrants. Basically, this this has been this has been going on constantly and and then um yesterday when um the white house was asked about it after claiming that the the borders are more secure than ever where is the tweet about it yeah so um the reporter asked what do you call it when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day and they just dodged the question and um basically moved on it's like you know i uh, what about when the republicans do this and then just move past it what do you think is because i i don't i like from if you go back to like obama videos from like 20 uh 2012 2009 ever like the the goal from everybody was you know they they all stated we want to have legal border crossings like illegal crossings will not be tolerated like we want people to have a legal path to citizenship and and living in this country if they want what what changed and like what do you think like because i've seen a lot of sort of theories about why they're not policing this in the
0: way they used to what is your
1: like perception
0: of it well let me just start real quick by saying that i am part hispanic uh both of my parents i was born here in the united states both of my parents came to the united states from other countries my dad came from europe the former yugoslavia and my mother came from mexico both of them were uh, are are and were citizens. Uh, My belated father was a citizen before he passed away, obviously. Uh, And they paid taxes and they worked and they paid into social security and Medicare their entire lives, right? So this isn't a thing of whereas, you know, I'm being racist or anything like that. But the fact of the matter is that I consider myself extremely blessed and lucky to have have, have been born in this country as well, the United States of America. And I think that legal citizenship is a very good thing for this country. And it does bring, you know, uh, with proper vetting of people's backgrounds, it could bring potentially taxpayers and workers into this country to fulfill jobs that maybe Americans don't want to do. You know, how many Americans out there want to, you know, be busboys and handle, you know, lawn care and shit like that, or be roofing, you know, whatever. If you want to do that, great. But the majority of people don't. And that's why there's a deficit of employees and laborers in those fields amongst others. Yeah, uh, But the way that the biden administration is letting in millions and millions of people is literally letting in the worst of the worst they are opening the borders they are cutting down the the barbed wire that the state of texas has put up around the perimeter of texas around the border and just letting people flood into this country this In addition, when these people come to this country, then the Biden administration is giving them workers' permits, they're giving them identification, they're giving them cash per month in cash, they're giving them free housing, they're giving them food stamps, they're giving them health care, free health care, on top of a plethora of other things. And what do Americans get? What do you and I get? What do our parents get? We get the ability to pay more taxes to fund these things for these illegal immigrants instead of getting any of these ourselves. We get to pay more taxes to send money to Ukraine. We get to pay more taxes to give illegal immigrants cash and health care and free cell phones and all these other benefits that none of us have ever gotten for our, at any point in our lives. And the reason that this is occurring. Uh, in my opinion, is directly related to the fact that these people are being given these benefits by the Democrat administration. So they expect these people, because you don't even need to be a citizen of this country to vote in most states, they expect these people to vote blue, because they're receiving free healthcare, free money, it's socialism at its worth. And this is coming from somebody who back, I think, in 2016, voted for uh, Bernie Sanders in the primaries. Right. I'm not a huge I wasn't a huge Trumpster. uh, I haven't always been a Republican, but the Democratic Party has moved so far left that I now align more with Republicans than Democrats. And that wasn't always the case. You know, so the, the issues occurring right now are huge. They want these people to vote blue. So that the Democratic Party and the World Economic Forum can maintain control over the United States government and other European and Canadian governments around the world, in order to maintain the status quo that they've currently got as deep state, with maintaining control and people in power like Macron, Trudeau, Biden, etc., and other far left leaning uh, leaders, in order to destabilize the family unit, as well as To bring cheap labor into this country. As we said earlier, very few people actually want to do some of these jobs, and it provides them with more taxpayers, more free labor to come into this country. Because even if they may not be paying taxes now, the idea for them is, uh, for the government, for the Democrats, would be eventually to give them citizenship, to give them socialist benefits, and eventually to make them pay taxes and get them to vote. Loop so they can continue to use their money printer to launder money through ukraine to install uh, governments and overthrow governments all around the world as we've all seen for decades at this point yeah
1: yeah i want well, to
0: as succinctly as I could possibly try to put it
1: yeah i want to push back on one thing is that i don't believe that the republicans are doing anything to stop it like perhaps donald trump is not part of their club but aside from him there are very few Republicans actually doing anything to start it's it's a unit party it's it's it, like America and Britain I think suffer from from this same brand of of neoliberalism that that we yeah that we experience here in Britain I think I think you guys have the, have basically the same where it's it's like a it's a weird fusion of of um like faux liberal social and cultural policies like fused with like claiming to be for free market capitalism but really being for like state sponsored corporatism whereby like money from the public purse is being farmed out to corporations for in in form of subsidies grants um into uh be like being paid to provide public services that would have like previously maybe either been run by the state or solely run by by private corporations and regulated by the state instead they just like the money just gets funneled to them with no bid contracts i don't know if exactly quite works the same but we have this system where like our public services are provided by by private corporations so we pay for it the money like flies offshore (laughs) It goes through a bunch of shell companies, accountants, lawyers, everything. The money gets shaved off the top. And then when the money actually gets to the service they're meant to be providing, it's shit. It's horrible and not worth the money that we're paying for it. And it's all it is, is state-sponsored fucking corporatism and it really really bugs me because like people claim that that though that those right-wingers are like the pro free market guys i'm like no like there's nothing fucking free about the market like it goes back to the exact thing we were talking about at the start it's 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 rigged it's it's a game set up for for the 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 donors that are supplying both the Democrats and the Republicans, and in Britain, the Labour Party and the Conservative Party to continue with the status quo that they have, whereby they milk the system for every penny it's got, while our like pounds or dollars in our pocket become worth less and less and less. And you're actually maybe the guy to 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 give like a really succinct explanation for this for me. Um I was trying to explain to people why printing money causes inflation. And I was struggling to like properly articulate it more than better than like, well, more, more money means things cost more (laughs) basically. Um, Could you possibly try and like do a better job of explaining why, why the endless like printing of money and racking up the debt is making the money in our pockets worth less?
0: Sure. I will have, I will say briefly that I do agree with you. I don't believe that uh, Donald Trump is part of the, you know, uh, status quo with the Republican party. And that's why even though I voted against him, uh, I didn't vote for uh, Joe Biden, but I also didn't vote for Donald Trump in the last election, but uh, in either of the last two elections, but I wish I had. I'm at the point where come come up uh, 2024, uh, you bet your ass that I'll be voting for Donald Trump because I don't believe that he's one of the Republicans that just follow the status quo. That's why a lot of Republicans hate him, because they're a bunch of rhinos. They're a bunch of uh, Democrats dressed in red you know what I mean? Or a Republican dressed in blue. It's the same thing. They're all basically a unit party. They're all working together. They're all getting money from FTX and Sam Bankman Freed and, uh, Citadel securities and, and so on in order to, 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 maintain the status quo. And it is, uh, corporatism, like you said, you know, uh, basically fascism even, uh, that is being used to funnel money away from the taxpayers and the 99% into the pockets of the top 0.1%. Now, Money printing directly leads to inflation at all times. And that's because it is a Ponzi scheme. It is very similar to any pyramid scheme, you know, whether you've ever heard of Herbalife or any of these others, you know, or even like, um, I don't know, is it Lululemon, you know, or like women sell, you know, and, and Mary Kay and stuff like this, where you've got a tiered system where everybody who sells underneath you or it uh, gets a percentage. everybody who sells above you, you, you get a percentage of, of what they, what they sell. And it's kind of the same with money printing. The more that is in existence, the more the less value that the current dollars will have. Uh, there's no real like easy explanation for it other than the fact that the the value of a dollar is simply given to it by the trust that you and I and we the people have in the dollar itself so in 1971 and in the past in the 30s when the the US dollar was separated from being backed by gold to being backed by nothing but the United States military it allowed our federal our central banks to print an ever increasing amount of money and that's why from the initial issuance of the US dollar to today a dollar has lost around 98% of its total value. So that's why people always say, oh, this used to be cheaper and they don't make things like they used to. It's because as the Ponzi scheme grows larger, they need to feed an ever-increasing amount of ones and zeros into the system in order to continue the fiat Ponzi scheme. That's why things like bricks and the goldback dollar and trading in other uh, currencies is a major threat to the stability of the united states as the world's uh, leading superpower uh, so in reality there is no simple answer as to why printing money is inflationary uh, other than the fact that it is a ponzi scheme in order to continue it they need to have more buyers and more users of an infinite increasing, infinitely increasing amount of money. So there's really no simple answer there other than printing more money for Ukraine and for illegal immigrants and for other countries around the world has to come from somewhere. The central bank prints it out of nothing in the form of ones and zeros on a computer screen and that further devalues what we have, that's supply and demand. The more supply, that exists, the less value that it has. And that's very similar to what's going on in the stock market with synthetic shares and phantom shares. The more synthetic shares and phantom shares that are created by the liquidity fairy, aka the market makers, the less value that a stock will have until a short squeeze occurs. Or in the value in terms of a fiat currency, the less value that it will have until a new currency that is backed by precious metals or other physical tangible assets comes out and devalues the US dollar or other fiat currencies even further, such as the, the BRICS dollar and so on. Mm. So it, it's not, not a simple answer. That's why you find yourself struggling to come out with a succinct way of stating uh, that those are facts that uh, you know money printing is inflationary. Think you nailed it actually when you said um it's
1: supply and demand that's the best way of putting it mm-hmm. it's like because there's more supply i guess so there's less demand that's yeah that's probably the simplest way of putting it that i've heard someone do i'm going to use that next time okay so i've only All got right. like i've only got a couple <laughs> minutes left just because i got to run and because our meeting's oh, about to run out of time mm-hmm. but um i wanted to get your thoughts on so you've mentioned uh you're going to vote for trump um two three three like quick fire ones so what do you make do you think joe biden makes it to the election um what do you think of vivek ramaswamy and what do you think of uh robert f kennedy jr
0: joe biden there's nothing that could convince me that the joe biden that we're seeing today is the actual joe biden that we saw 10 years ago absolutely nothing i have seen Dozens and dozens of videos and pictures, where you can clearly see that it is an actor. Some people believe it to be Robert Peters, uh, and there are a couple others who are wearing face masks. You can see the the indentations of the face mask sticking out around their ears. You can see it curling up in the back of his neck. And when you look at the guy, the earlobes don't match whatsoever. Joe Biden had a connected earlobe to his to the back of his neck and the new Biden uh, has an actual like separated earlobe where you can clearly see it and clearly see a distinction there. And that's not something that grows or changes in people uh, as they age. As people age, naturally their ears and noses continue to get larger until they die, but it doesn't create a separation in the earlobe as well. So yes, I think Joe Biden will make it to the election because it's not the real Joe Biden. I don't even think he's alive at this point. That's why they have no issue whatsoever uh, doing anything they want because his legacy means absolutely nothing to these people. The Democratic Party is just using, in my opinion, you know Robert Peter, or other actors in the form of Joe Biden to make it seem as if uh, he's still in power or as if he's still alive, which in my opinion is not the case. Again, same thing's going on with John Fetterman. If you look at John Fetterman and pictures of him, it's arguable that there are four to six different John Fettermans out, out there. Uh, and, and that's just status quo with the Democratic Party at this point and using clones or body swaps and doubles and so on for various reasons. Your other question was about Vivek. How do you, what was his other name? Ramaswamy, shwami ramaswami vivek ramaswami is an absolute con man he's an absolute con man he has been in the past backing different companies that have really made people uh lose a lot of money and have made him a lot of money i think he is <clears throat> a, a massive con man um Everything he's saying is just to try to get into an election, try to win the presidential election. But in 2015, I'm look. I just looked it up right now. Vivek Ramaswamy uh, scammed the public on his Alzheimer drug <clears throat> that had already failed the drug, t- t- drug trials four times before wow. he bought it for pennies. The name of the company was Axovant. A X O V A N T. He rebranded the company and took it public during an IPO. Then his family and Vivek Ramaswamy dumped $2 billion worth of stock before it failed. Again, he was on Mad Money with Jim Cramer pumping the stock of AxoVant. AxoVant was a dementia solution stock, an Alzheimer's drug. It had already failed the drug trials four times. And in 2015, he scammed public the public, retail investors such as you and I, out of $2 billion. He pumped the stock after it had already failed four times, IPO'd it, and then dumped it for $2 billion before it finally failed again because they knew that it was going to fail a fifth time. But this is exactly who this man is. His family and, and him did this, along with Jim Cramer on Mad Money. You can look it up for yourselves. It's called A-X-O-V-A-N-T, the name of the, uh, of the drug, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about for yourself. This isn't the first time that he's done something like this. <clears throat> and he's simply trying to tell people what they want to hear in order to try to run as a Republican to prevent Donald Trump from winning because we all know that Donald Trump is not part of the establishment. Uh, At least the majority of people do know this, in my opinion. Mm. I mean, there's the last question. Uh, What was your last question
1: there, brother? RFK. What do you reckon? Because I think he's going to go for an independent run because it seems like the DNC aren't willing to have him as a challenger. Um, So what do you reckon?
0: I think uh, RFK Jr. is a fantastic presidential candidate, but I don't think that he stands a chance. He simply because he has spoken out about the CIA and the FBI and the death of his uncle and the way that that's occurred. And I completely agree with a lot of things that he says, Uh, but without the backing of the Democratic National Party, uh, he stands very little chance. However, I do love the fact that he's running because hopefully that would take away more votes from Joe Biden, take away more votes from people that don't want to vote for Democrats, but are still scared to vote for Republicans. Uh, meanwhile, I think the majority of Republicans would vote for Donald Trump. Therefore, I actually fear for RFK Jr.'s life. Uh, and I think that he needs to to be very careful uh, because there are so many <clears throat> Uh, three-letter agencies out there that don't like him and the WEF, uh, amongst other people and other things that he has openly spoken about defunding in the past, uh, like the CIA and the FBI and such. Uh, So yeah, I like RFK Jr. a lot. I don't think he's part of the Democratic status quo. And I do worry for him. However, I hope that he succeeds in running for president in the terms of taking away votes from Joe Biden to allow a uh non-status quo president such as donald trump to win the presidency because i don't think that the majority of americans are dumb enough to fall for the bullshit that vivek Ramaswamy is is trying to say right now yeah i don't think he's going to become the nominee
1: anyway um i have to bounce because yeah um britley gets started and stuff so um Marcel, um, I'll put links for your YouTube channel and Twitter and stuff in the the description. I was pulling up the fake Joe Biden photos for people to see while you were talking. So uh, make your own mind awesome. up, people. <laughs> uh, and yeah, thanks very much, man. Really appreciate it. A lot of fun, as always, chatting to you.
0: I appreciate you, Josh. Thank you very much for having me. My apologies for the delays on getting started today. But thanks again. Uh, I'll be sure to share all <clears throat> share your video on my social media channels as well. You guys can check us out on Twitter and YouTube. Thanks a lot, buddy
1: worse hey everyone thanks for making it right the way to the end of the podcast i love that you tuned in this long do me a favor hit subscribe because 80 percent of you bastards are not subscribing but you're watching my videos see you next time